Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Sportsmanlike Conduct Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot. And uh, today I am talking with producer Steve on the show with a little bit of the NBA Finals. And we're talking in a lot of baseball. We're talking uh, about a hypothetical trade uh, for Shohei Otani and Mike Trout of the Angels. Uh, we talk about the AL and MVP odds and uh, what um, those consist of and um, the possibilities of the NL. The AL is kind of wrapped up with uh, Shohei if he just continues to play like a monster that he is. And, um, you know, I'm just uh, putting this episode up. Just finished watching the uh, game one of the NBA Finals with Denver and Miami. And, God, Denver just, the ball movement, uh, they, they just obliterated the Heat. The Heat made it a little interesting there. But they came with a nine. Uh, Kyle Lowry hit some important threes down the stretch. Um, maybe Denver looked like it was going to fold, but um, nope. They played just like they did against the Lakers. Whenever the Lakers um, thought they were going to come back, Denver just made some important shots, went on a small 5-0, 6 run, and they took care of business uh, in game one. And then, you know, if they go ahead in the series 2-0 um, at home and they just continue to play like this, uh, it's going to be very hard for Miami to even take it to maybe even six games. Um, you know, everyone's already calling for a sweep. Um, I think maybe the Heat could figure something out and maybe win a game or two here. Uh, we'll see how the series progresses. But, uh, man, Jokic is un- incredible. Murray, um, just that whole one through six. All KCP had some uh, big shots there down the stretch, as well as Bruce Brown. That's who I was trying to think of stumbling there for words. But uh, Bruce Brown had uh, some important shots. And, uh, and also another thing, too, is the Nuggets played incredible defense when they needed it to, uh, and it really uh, stopped the Heat from preventing that comeback. But uh, great job uh, to the Nuggets. Uh, game one, still got a whole series. I, I never like to be the person to say, uh, oh, it's over in four. I don't want to overreact. Because I think the Heat could still maybe figure something out. They proved this wrong time and time again this postseason. Uh, maybe it's likely it does come to a run, but uh, I'll take it game by game here. Hope you guys all enjoy this episode with myself and Steve. Um, yeah, and, uh, please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave us a rating and review and enjoy the episode. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Sportsman Like Conduct Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Argot, and I am here with producer Steve. We are talking baseball today, a little bit of basketball. The finals just started today. It's on their way. Um, the Celtics, uh, blew it. They um, yeah. <laughs> they looked terrible this last. They looked week. really bad. Yeah, <laughs> you know, a lot. So many people have heard so much about the Celtics last like four days. It's all the media has been kind of covering since then. Um, I, I don't really want to speak too much on the Celtics because I feel like I'm just overloaded with information from them. Uh, but uh, the finals underway, man. Uh, right now the score is five four. Uh, Denver. I I think Denver is going to take care of business as like probably everybody does. The uh, especially the gambling world the the what's called a uh, nuggets are heavy favors heavy yeah. favorites um yo kids is like minus 330 to win the uh finals mvp which is the highest in nba history wow uh, the second highest ever was uh lebron uh in 2020 to win the mvp at like minus 230 or something like that so he's like a hundred he's like a hundred dollars oh. more favorite than uh wow LeBron that's crazy. Was three years ago that that is nuts so uh, yeah, I was just watching the pregame, and they were and Stephen A was. Uh, they were asking Stephen A if they thought Jokic was the best player in the NBA. He's like, dude, if you're comparing him to like people like Will Chamberlain or Magic Johnson, like he's he's a little bit more than just the best player in the NBA. They were talking like if there was a Mount Rushmore 
for basketball, he would be like in the running to be on the Mount Rushmore for basketball. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, you know, one one thing when I watch Jokic, I was I've been comparing him a lot to Tim Duncan. Tim Duncan, that's who they, exactly who they compared him to. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay, wow. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, well, it's know, him and Duncan are the only two players since uh, the '70s to. Uh, now I'm gonna forget what the stat was, but yeah, he's a, he has some kind of stat, and it's him and Tim Duncan are the only two. So yeah, they were uh, they were talking yeah. heavy about him with Wilt. I mean, comparing him to Magic, comparing him to well, know. he he pa- he passes like Magic. His offensive game is incredible. Um, I don't think he's better offensively than Tim Duncan, but um, the way he moves the ball and stuff like that, and plus, you know, they still have to win. If he chokes the finals, then um, comparing him to all these people, it um it will go away, obviously. And that's exactly uh, what they were saying. Yeah, if you win, they'll talk about you. But if you lose, yeah, you forgotten. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. And you know, they this Duncan's team, they've been poised. Um, well, Jamal Murray got hurt uh, two years ago when he tore his ACL. You know, he missed the playoffs last year. Took yeah. a long time to get into regular season mode this year. And when the playoffs came around, Murray, uh, you know, he played himself into it. And and now we saw we see the player where this was in the in the um the bubble playoffs where this guy just went off. They came back down three one twice, and they put then they ran into the Lakers, and then this time they took care of business against the Lakers, and that's why they're here. And uh, I I want to see Jokic do this. I, I really do. I, I love I love watching this kind of player. You know, generation old talent. When I was growing up, there uh, it was Dirk Nowitzki and Tim Duncan, man. The, the yeah, two yeah. foreign guys who were just. Incredible talents like Dirk Nowitzki every year. It took him a while to get to that championship. Well, uh, he got to a finals, but you know they they choked it away. They were up two zero against the Heat, and you know they didn't lose four straight. But then uh, Dirk took care of it five years later in twenty eleven against the the Heat again, which was an incredible feat against that LeBron and uh, that was the first year LeBron and uh, D Wade were together. And D Wade, yeah, yeah, and then Duncan, who was a, you know came into the league. Won a fi- won a finals within his first two years, uh. Then then just kind of went, you know, won one in two thousand three, won one in two thousand five, two thousand seven, and then um they lo- you know then he lost the 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 three point the three pointer by Ray Allen, uh, almost won his fifth there, but then come back again next year. And even though Duncan probably wasn't the best player on that team, that he was still the anchor of that team. He was the team, yeah. Yeah, he he's, he's just always been an. That's the thing about Duncan. Duncan's is a way more incredible defender than Jokic. Everyone, that's why and, you know. Thing is, is um, and people might be listening to this podcast, be like, you know, what does Brian talk about? But Tim Duncan is way more valuable than Kobe ever was. Kobe is not even a top ten. Like, and, and there's no disrespect to Kobe. Kobe's a fantastic player and everything like that. He's not a top ten player. Tim Duncan is in the running for top seven or eight players of all time. So when you you mention Jokic in this light of damn Tim Duncan, you know one of the top 10 greatest players ever. Um, that guy won five titles. He was the best player on four of those titles, uh, hands down. And he was, thank you. He, he was the reason that David Robinson was able to get over that hump of, you know, getting to the the finals. He was the best, one of the best defenders in the league. And thing is Duncan was so unselfish. He could have, that guy could have racked up so much more stats if he really wanted to. And probably Jokic was the same way. Jokic is so pass first in his ability with the ball. And uh, yeah, man, it's just, it's, it's crazy. But um, yeah, this, this is going to be an exciting series. Uh, I want to be optimistic when I say that, because I'm, you know, I'm hoping that the Nuggets don't just 
sweep them off the floor or sweep them in four games and maybe five games they'll be taken care of. But um, it, it just that's just sadly my how it might play out because the thing about the Heat is the way they play zone, um, they cannot do that against the Nuggets. Uh, Jokic will tear no, that zone. Jokic will tear it up. Yeah, yeah, and uh, they have just they they're way bigger. They have more competent shooters. The thing about the Celtics is, I just don't know what they were doing. It, it's like they almost choked. Uh, the Heat played better, but God, the amount of threes that they chuck, they just kept chucking up. Heat, the Heat were just like, please, well, I'll, I'll do it all day. And you know the the Celtics shot themselves out of that series in game. Uh, they almost lost game six, which they almost probably should have. Uh, the Derek White put back game, and then game seven it came back and haunt them because they did the the exact same thing, and it cost them big time. And it cost them big, yeah, yeah. And that is one thing that these Nuggets are not going to do is do that. And um, I just I just think the the Nuggets are just going to be unless if something happens well, to Jokic. I just don't think. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like they were talking about uh, Harrow, Tyler Harrow coming back potentially game two, and and that impact, like the impact that that could have on them. But he, I, I don't know. He even if it, it takes it takes some time for a player to come in and get back to form. I'm sorry. And it's like a it's like a wrist thing or something too. So it's like they're saying like he was he was taking pregame warmups, but he, he is. You could you could tell when he was shooting, it was like a little like he was babying it a little bit. So I. Yeah, I don't think he, he's going to make a difference anyway. But and, and to play yourself into shape and to do all that kind of stuff right. and, and get those reps, I'm sorry, you just can't do it in two games. And and you know by the time he comes back, they might be down to they might be down two zero. They like, might be is, down three zero. Yeah, you never know. Is he the kind? Is he the kind of player that is going to really change the series? I I don't think so. No, I don't think so. Either. I don't think so. So it's like, um, with with these guys, are they going to be able to, you know, withstand Jokic's ability of controlling the ball? The stuff that's how he's able to find these open players and do it's all this kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it's incredible, man. What this guy is able to do. Um, we you know we kind of you never seen, you know you, you've seen Magic be a great passer. Uh, Tim Duncan was a great passer. Uh, to see a big guy like him just to be able to pass the ball around. LeBron probably um, has been the closest guy um, next to Duncan to where you're like, man, this this incredible passer. Early LeBron was a great passer. People would kind of forget how um, LeBron was because he was so unselfish throughout. Yeah, throughout his whole career, he's been so unselfish, to be honest. And um, it's just funny to see what LeBron probably would have. You know, he's a guy averages twenty seven 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 for his, his career career um, yeah. his stat line. So it's just it's unbelievable that this guy's done done that for twenty years. But anyways, um, enough enough talking about the Heat there. Uh, this game it's pretty close right now through six minutes. It's a well, uh, fourteen to eleven. Yeah, well, this real quick. This is one of those series that I think like if Jimmy Butler doesn't go off and have like forty point games, I don't think he keep up. You know, it's, it's going to come down to something like that, like somebody having you know a couple forty point games and and it keeps them in it. But you know, the, even if Butler has a forty point game, I still don't think the I still don't think it matters. Right, because then you got Jokic the, on the other side and Jamal Murray. I mean, those two could combine for seventy. Yeah, it, points it, and and just... yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, who's the next guy to step up for the Heat? Exactly. Well, yeah. Unless they're gonna, unless they're gonna drain, they need to make fifteen to twenty threes to either make it a game or to um to uh win win the game. Yeah, I mean, um, unless they come up with some defensive scheme, what's I'm not putting that past Eric Spolstra. I that guy is too great of a coach. 
maybe he, there is something that he unlocks in the series and uh, maybe I'm absolutely wrong. Um, it's okay to be wrong. And <laughs> when you're talking about sports, because guess what? You're going to be wrong at one point or Most another. Most of us are wrong. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're always wrong on something. I'm wrong about Aaron judge having a slumpy year and we could talk uh, about that yeah. next. Yeah. I mean, that guy, that guy is uh, at, at the same amount of home runs as he was in <laughs> at this point last year. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, man, let, let's, let's shift over from basketball. Let's yeah, go let's talk, talk about baseball. baseball. Um, let's talk about Aaron judge and how wrong I've been about him. Um, <laughs> man, guy is, um, he's on a tear. I, like I mentioned, he is at the same home run total as he was last year at, at this point this year. And, you know, he's on pace to hit 62 home runs again. It t- well, it took him a minute though, because remember there was a little period there where he well, was he, like, he, he was know, on the IL. He missed it. Remember you missed a 10 years right. on the 10 day right. IL. Yeah. And you're right. He did start off a little slow. He started off a little slow, but he has, yeah. I mean, I think he hit seven home runs in seven games. Yeah. Uh, he, like last week. I mean, he is the Yankees most valuable player. He is the yeah. most important piece to the Yankees team. Uh, they have been, they've crushed it um, since he's been there uh, or since he's uh, been back. They've been on, he, they've been on a roll. They actually, they have not caught up to the uh, Rays as of yet, but uh, they are closing that gap pretty quickly. The Rays who have, um, they've lost, they lost a few games. They, they finally won. I'm not going to say they finally won one today, but uh, they broke that skid. Um, they lost, uh, God, who, who did they lose two uh, to? It wasn't the it wasn't the Oakland A's. Um, oh, the Cubs. Oh, the Cubs. The the Cubs, Cubs yeah, shut the them Cubbies. down twice. Yeah, and um, Stroman. God, who we need to talk about Stroman. Uh, I, I talked about, a little bit about him on my the podcast last week that I did on the solo episode. Um, but the the Rays, uh, who are sitting at uh, thirty and eighteen, Baltimore thirty five and twenty one, and the Yankees right there at thirty four and twenty four. They're six games back of the Rays. Um, uh, obviously a lot of baseball we're you know this is june 1st baby we're getting into the dog days of summer uh and man it's um it's gonna be a brutal fight there for the, in the al east um and it's just it's gonna be a whole lot of fun to watch um and how i just man again how wrong i've been shohei otani is the best player in baseball no doubt and the guy hit and he clubbed another home run yesterday i think he did his 14th yesterday Back to back games where he yeah, hit back to back games, yeah. And it was yeah. the set, it was only like the second time uh I saw another stat. I'm, I've been I'm a little off on the stats today, but I did see something about it was like the second time uh an Angels player has gone back to back twice in the season since whatever. So yeah, I mean Yeah, and, and um uh, well Trout Trout hit one. Him and Trout have been on a good little tear lately. Yeah. They've been carrying this, uh they've been carrying that pathetic Angels team, you know, for for a while now, the Angels team is sitting at thirty and twenty-seven. Um, outside of those guys, um, they, it's just a. Uh, it, it was funny. Did did you see with those home runs um, yesterday? Uh, they they hit them against Lance Lynn in Chicago, and um, they both were monster shots. Like I mean, it was like batting practice. It, it, they were both like four hundred and seventy, <laughs> uh, seventy feet. Like Mike Trout's. Um, they they said it was recalculated from 476 feet to 461, and then um, they, 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 there was a there's a tweet by Jesse Rogers that said, what's up with with the White Sox stat cast? It says uh, move over Trout Otani hit a second home run of the day at 478 feet, but then when they recalculated, they downgraded both of them to 460 feet, pretty much. 
So there, wow. there's there's something wrong with the White Sox stat cast. Something wrong um, with their cast, yeah. Yeah, something <laughs> going on there. But uh, those two guys are are ripping it up. And man, I just I still remember last year when they said Trout's career might be over with. You know, remember with the whole back yeah, injury? Yeah, you remember that? The career-ending back injury? And, you know, Trout <laughs> shut that down within minutes and that, that yeah. report was all debunked. Yeah. Um, but man, that was a that was like a scary moment in, in time if you kind of yeah, really oh, think yeah. about it. But um, it's good to see the Angels rolling. Um, they they've been they've been one of the hotter teams like the Yankees and and Aaron Judge. Um, but uh, also like w- with um, w- with that going forward, did did you see did you see the um, the uh, Thor yesterday? He oh yeah, man, he is uh he's been bad yeah uh, for the Dodgers. He's uh, through eleven starts to the Dodgers. His ERA is over five. Um, he he said yesterday after another disappointing outing, he said, "In quote, I would give away my hypothetical firstborn to play <laughs> like I used to." Oh man! And, and um, I I hate to break it to you, Noah Syndergaard. I love you. You were on that 2015 Mets team coming out of the bullpen when um you know they went to the World Series and and um. He, his stuff's never coming back. He just dealt with so many injuries. Um, he, you know, he, and he, to be honest, he never found his stride. Yeah. He never really came into his own. No, he didn't. You know, he was, I mean, this guy was a phenom prospect. I remember when they traded, they, they traded for him. Uh, the Mets traded for him to, from Toronto in the RA Dickey trade. RA Dickey was, uh, he mm-hmm. won the Cy Young with the Mets in 2012 or 2011. Then um, the Toronto traded a haul for him. They traded uh, Noah Syndergaard, who was a top prospect at the time, uh, Travis Darno, who was another prospect, and like two other two other names, all for R.A. Dickey. And you know that really rebuilt the Mets and kind of set them because uh, Travis Darno was starting for the Mets. Uh, if, you know the next season, uh, another guy who just dealt with injuries. Like you know, you, you think about all these these players that were on the Mets: Jacob Degrom, Matt Harvey. Uh, Noah Syndergaard, all these guys who, uh, even Zach Wheeler, Zach Wheeler, he had the Tommy John with the Mets, and yeah, was uh he he probably had two good seasons with the Mets, and then goes out and wins the Cy Young with the Phillies, and, uh, yeah, yeah, and uh, man, it's like all these all these players who you know you just kind of wonder what if you know they could have stayed together, and you know it, it's 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 just so rare. You know, you always you always have these teams where it's like, man, only if this. It's just it's so hard. Baseball is the hardest sport. Basketball and football can't even compare. It is uh, if you, if it doesn't matter if you have the best players. It is the hardest sport to play uh, because everything has to go right in baseball, right? Yeah, for a long time too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, over a hundred and sixty-two game season. Yeah, uh, you could you could play the first half of the season. You could be almost undefeated. But how you play in that second half, that is um, where where it falls in, and um, it's just it really is a uh, baseball is just, man one of those crazy things, and uh, I I'll just kind of never forget like you know how wh- why the you know the Astros and I know they cheated, but man what they what they have done for five years six years now, and how they are able to just keep on keep it on and and keep winning 90 plus games every year with that core. And they've lost some of their core as well with uh, like Carlos Correa and George Springer. 
but they have well, like well, we know we know their farm system is like absolutely yeah yeah their, their farm system is in top and they're a bit they've been able to plug away and bring in guys like jeremy pena to replace uh, carlos correa i didn't even mention alex bregman in there who's been there for their titles and stuff like that but man it, they have been um it's just it's just really hard to do what they have done um to but so that's why i that's why i um reference like you know it's like doesn't matter if you're the best two pitchers and you know only only when that comes into the the postseason you know just one one thing one bad what thing could really mess all that up and um yeah it, it's just it's, it's uh crazy even the mets you know there, there's so much there was so much hype on the mets going into the season with two 40 year old pitchers um yeah that, you know two guys who have not looked good justin verlander has not looked good at all uh scherzer went out there and and you know shut down the fields today the mets won four to one against the phillies um we'll, t- we'll get into your team and talk about the offense there in a little bit but um yeah i mean the mets pitching uh the mets offense has just kind of been they, they they finally put together a little stretch they swept the phillies um but uh that with that aside uh scherzer finally goes out there and, and del- delivers a gem um one thing i was talking about last week steve was the the stroman factor stroman shut down the mets and he shuts down the rays and the met the mets let this guy go and i think i talked about it with you last year when they let him go um the, the he signed a three-year 71 million dollar deal with the cubs that um I think he'll be he'll be a free agent after next year and he he's getting into his his uh mid 30s now but um yeah, i think he's like 32 or 33 yeah and um yeah, just I just want to say again, like it's just funny, like you know, when teams need starting pitching, and like when players like you know, Kostroman was, he was not, he's not a Cy Young winner, but he's finished in the Cy Young race. Um, like when he was a free agent a few a few years ago, um, like I could not believe more teams were going after him, and the Cubs, you know, got him for pretty cheap, three years at seventy one million dollars for a guy who could be, um, you know. A top of the rotation guy or the, a really great second starter and um you know the guy pitched in new york he's pitching in a big market um and i thought the same thing when the um when the giants signed carlos Rodon two years ago no teams like you know i'm always yelling at teams like the angels who are like in need of starting pitching but they let these kind of guys just kind of just hover out there and uh you know carlos Rodon, who went over to the angel the um signed with the uh giants last year uh in the last offseason before um he signed there with like one year it was like a 20 million dollar deal and then um he pitches great and then the yankees give him a big contract but it's like there's always these kind of guys out there and we're going to talk about uh the, how the there there's no starting pitchers really on the free agent market this year um yeah one guy whose name has been coming up a lot has been shane beaver he has been the the guardians have not played well um his velocity has dipped a little bit and he'll be a free agent after next season and uh there's been a lot of hypotheticals on what the guardians could get for um for a guy like Shane Beaver um I, it's just it's uh, a, a little just it's just crazy like how valuable starting pitching is but yet when there are some there have been some quality starters out there, how teams aren't um, really kind of going out. Like they see a really big name 
Like, you know, we've seen Garrett Cole get huge money. We we've seen like Carlos Rodon, he got huge money last year from the Yankees and and all that. But you see other guys who, you know, will, will kind of be like, oh wow, I can't believe they got him for for that. And yeah. he's a certain guy where you know it really makes the it really makes a big difference. Like I think the Padres signed Seth Lugo to a, you know, um, if you can look up the Seth Lugo deal with the Padres, he was that he was a quality. Um, he 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 kind of started for the Mets. And he was he was a really good reliever. He ended up signing with the Padres um, last year, and he's he's pitched really well with, for them this year. And now, um, it's just uh, like guys like that who go under the radar uh, are kind of, sort of like a big deal. Like Andrew Haney signed a big deal with the Rangers. Uh, yeah. You see Tyler Anderson signed a big deal with the Angels. Tyler Anderson. Yeah. 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 And those guys who pitched really well for the Dodgers last year. You know, obviously the Dodgers have some sort of recipe. Those two guys have not uh, have not been lived up to what they did last year with the Dodgers. Remember Haney had like a, a under two ERA for the Dodgers. Yeah, for, for a while. But yeah, yeah, for a while. And um, but yeah, man, it, it's really it's really funny sometimes how the starting pitching uh, reacts, especially when um, it comes to the trade deadline and in the offseason. Well, I was going to say, yeah, so I was going to say a couple couple notes about what you were just saying. Um, a couple guys you just mentioned, Stroman. Stroman is seventh in ERA right now. He's first in quality starts with 10. And guess who's below him with quality starts with nine? Shane Bieber. <laughs> Shane Bieber. Okay. But Bieber's, Bieber's ERA is like a 3-7. Yeah, 3-7-2. Yeah. Um, Bieber's been slacked in a few outings. That's why he has. But it's quite, he's got He's got nine quality starts. So, yeah. Um, and then going back to uh, somebody else who's going to be a free agent, I think after this year, if I'm not mistaken, is Zach Gallon, right? Uh, I don't think Zach Gallon's a free agent after this year. I think he's a free yeah. agent next season. I think he's, it's, on, a uh, one year, he's on a one year deal. Maybe he assigned a one year arbitration. So maybe it was arbitration. Yeah. I think, I think it was arbitration. Uh, it is arbitration. Oh, the, the other guy who we didn't mention is Shohei Otani. <laughs> but Otani. Yeah. I was going to say, there's, <laughs> yeah. there's two, a couple there, of guys. There, but there's yeah. that guy. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. We, we, how can we forget uh, Shohei Otani? Now, is he still, is he, you, in, your, in your eyes, is he still MVP candidate? I mean, he's only one RBI short and one home run short of Judge right now in both of those categories. Shohei? Absolutely. Man. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm sorry. Unless. Unless he is just pitching like terribly, which he's not, his ERA is like sub barely sub three, and he gives the Angels the chance to win. But that that guy could put up a W by pitching, and then go right. out there and, and then go out there and hit two home runs. Yeah, <laughs> and and it's just like how how is this guy not the MVP? And you know it yeah. sucks because you know Judge, who's having another great year, um, he would be in the MVP conversation in the AL. Um, but like you know, last year, unless Judge is the to carry the Yankees like he did last year, there's just going to be no way that he's in that conversation. Another guy too, Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette. Dude, I was just going to bring him up too. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He's he's on a tear. He's hitting what hitting about three thirty going into this week. Um, he uh, the, that Toronto Blue Jays team is sitting at thirty and twenty seven. Their pitching has not been great at all. Their pitching has been subpar outside of um. Kevin Gosman, who's been good, Gosman, but, yeah. but he he's also had some inconsistent starts. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, man, and and so I just um, it's it's really hard to say uh, whether like you know who who is going to be in the AL MVP race. Um, that here's will... a fun here's a fun fact for you, real quick. Go ahead. And this is uh, Gosman leads the AL in strikeouts with a hundred, 
He's the first pitcher in the AL that had 100 strikeouts. Wow, that's, that's incredible. Spencer, Spencer Strider is at one of six. He's the only as well in the NL. So we got two guys okay. at 100 Ks. Okay. And, and Galsman's one of them. Dang. Um, yeah, that, that's incredible. On, on pace for, God, like 250 strikeouts. On pace for six. like, yeah, two something. Yeah. Yeah, wow. By the way, uh, today is a happy. I know uh, Tani has 90. Sorry. Wow. No, no, you're and good. Z- and and Gallon has 82. So they're all right there, top five. Yeah. Strikeouts. I mean, yeah. You, and dude, you just mentioned Otani. Like, how can yeah. this guy not, crazy? Yeah. not be the favorite <laughs> for the MVP? I mean, if you guys, if you go look at the odds for the for the uh, MLB AL MVP, I I gotta imagine a show he's like minus 300 or minus 500 favored. Yeah, like, and it's said, funny too because when when you said you said uh, like two weeks ago on the show, you're like. You know, I would consider putting money on Boba Shet as the AL MVP, and his odds are like a plus. He was like a plus four thousand. No, he's like yeah, yeah. Isn't so, it? Uh, I think yeah. he was like plus two thousand at the time. Or two thousand. So I put five dollars on it just to see, just because you, like you know, like you said, I mean, he's having a solid season so far. You never know. Yeah, you you never know, man. I mean, Otani, you know, it sucks. Injuries happen. You know, it's like yeah. One thing, it's like that. That's just something, man. Um, to go out and and kind of kind of look at. Um, but you know, I I play I placed a little wager. I was looking at the NL MVP odds, so um, th- this gets kind of tasty. By by the way, Bobuchet is hitting three thirty two right now, and he's also he's also yeah. I was just gonna say he's also top uh, average in the AL right now. He also yeah. has twelve home runs, which is pretty up there. Yeah, I mean, uh, like he he's a, he's he a shortstop. Out. He's a great yeah, he's defender. A shortstop, right? Um, nine hundred nine oh one OPS. He's got a three point one WAR right now, which is higher than most on this list. Yeah, yeah. Man, uh, oh yeah, he, he's definitely there. He's the only guy in his lineup that's hitting over three hundred. Chapman has dropped off the face, not dropped off the face of the line. He's in two eighty nine, but the guy was hitting three ninety. He was hitting like three ninety or something. Wasn't yeah, he? yeah, yeah. He, so and then George Springer, who's you know batting three fifty nine, he, he does have a lot of hitters around him, but. It's not like they're crushing it. Like Vlad Guerrero, he's not 285. It's not terrible. But I mean, what Bichette's doing is, is it's been remarkable. Uh, I wonder if he will win the AL batting title, you know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, who's next? Uh, Yoshida at 317. Yeah, exactly. I think I had Yoshida on my list for uh, for the batting title on our little preseason. Well, you, you, you had Yoshida in a lot of categories, man. You had yeah. him in, the, I think, the MVP. Could, yeah. could this guy win the MVP? And I mean, dude, this guy is... Lived up well, he was an MVP league. over in the the Nikon yeah. League or the Nippon League or whatever it's called over in Japan. Yeah, he was like a two time MVP. He was batting like a three seventy or something over in Japan. And, and he's been he's been hitting well. The guy could hit home runs. Yeah. He's hitting um, home runs. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, he, the one the one guy. So right right now it's um, it's uh, for the NL. We're go, moving on over to the NL, and uh, for the MVP odds there, it is uh, been. What's the name? Is that minus a hundred or minus uh, one fifteen? And that's a Ronald Acuna. Is it Acuna? Yeah, I was going to yeah, say so Ronald Acuna, who's been on an absolute tear this year. Um, he looks like the 2019-2020 Acuna before his injury. Um, we saw him last year, kind of come out the gates, and and you know he, I think he was just a, not nervous, but like uh, it just took him a while to come back from the injury, man. Tearing the ACL, that's no joke. Um, especially on a guy young, this guy's 25. I mean, dude, just saying that only 25 and he still could get better. Yeah. He has he's 11. got, he's not even in his prime yet. I mean, no, he's in 324, has 11 home runs, 23 stolen bases. I mean, he's been absolutely amazing. OPS of 960. Um, 
he he's been tremendous. But so I, and I was looking at that. I'm like, okay, the Braves, yeah, they're the best record based on uh, the NL. They're the they're the best part. They should be. They are the best team in the NL. But someone else who I was looking at, and I was like, man, why is he plus eight hundred? And so I placed a I placed a little wager on it. Um, the, for a second, it's freaking Freddie Freeman. Freddie I was gonna Freeman. ask you where Freddie was at. Yeah, he's hitting three forty six. He's hitting three something. Yeah, yeah. he's hitting um. Uh, 346, 10 homers, and an on base percentage of uh 1000. All right, sorry, OPS, yeah, yeah. So, it, it, dude, like this guy has been an app, and, and you think about it. So, the MVP always comes down to narrative. So, he's got 23 the, doubles, too. Sorry, I'm gonna cut you off. But no, he's got no, 23 you, double, like nobody on this list even close. So, I'm looking at the wonder, batting stats. So, bad, I wonder, average. If he, I wonder if he leads the league in doubles. Yeah, it's Freddie Freeman. I was gonna say, he leads the league. It, that Bo Bichette leads yeah. the league in hits, by the way, with 81. Um, yeah, man, it's wow, like, 81 hits already. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Freeman leads the league in runs scored like that. That's big because that means he just gets on base all the time. Yeah, I'd be curious to see how many walks because Freeman's another guy who just who will Freeman's not, got 28 not, walks. Uh, uh, so Juan Soto has 52 walks, Jesus. yeah. Um, but um, yeah, you you look at you look at Freddie Freeman, who's just a doubles machine, obviously, he always. Uh, get gets into it with the RBIs. I would be curious to see where he's at in the RBI section. Um, but, right uh, now, yeah. he is. Uh, Wait, I think he is um, not even. Oh, okay, he's twenty eighth in RBIs. He's got thirty five. Thirty five. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, and that's um, league wide. That's not. That's not just the NL. Yeah, but... Adolis Garcia leads the league with forty nine. Forty nine. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He he's that guy's an absolute monster with runners yeah. in scoring position, man. Um. But uh, and another guy in the NL who you can't sleep on is uh, Pete Alonso, who's probably been the Mets' best player. Um, definitely, on definitely. a very, on a very, like I said, disappointing Mets team. The guy leads the league in home runs. He has forty six yep. RBIs. Um, he has uh, twenty home runs. He's on pace for to break Aaron Judge's home run uh, record from last year. Uh, you know he could hit sixty home runs this year. It's incredible. Um, so he, he's, he's taking. Had, He's had, oh, sorry. You're talking about a guy who's hit a slump in home runs. Like he's had, yeah. he'll hit slump, then hit four home runs, and then so uh, a guy who, um, I would not be shocked if it did it. But anyways, ba- sorry, uh, I just want to get back to the NL MVP. Um, if you guys want to find a sweet spot and try to put some money on it, go put some money on Freddie Freeman. It's still early in the season, and sorry, I want to get yeah. back on on that narrative train real quick. Braves, by the way, best team in all baseball from top to bottom. They have the best starters. They have the best. One through six in the lineup, starting with Ronald Acuna leading off. Uh, second uh, hitting uh, Matt Olson. Third, you have a guy who's making almost three hundred million dollars in Austin Riley. Uh, fourth, you have uh, you have you got Michael Harris there. You could have uh, Marcel Zuna. You could have um, got uh, Ozzy Albies. I think I'm missing another player, Arcia. You could have Arcia, uh, yeah, yeah, freaking Rosario. You, that that lineup is just so star. Not I'm not gonna say ultimate superstar studded, but I mean, God, man, all those guys um, who will be gladly hitting one or maybe two through four on other teams is uh, is just been on an absolute tear. Or yeah, you know, in, in that lineup. So when you really look at it, so it's Mookie Betts and Freddie Freeman on the Dodgers lineup. Um, that that is who the Dodgers pretty much have. And it's not, it's not even close with like the other, the other stuff. 
So, and, and one thing I'll, I'll go and I click, click on their lineup right now. So you have like three rookies starting for the Dodgers. So you have bets leading off for the Dodgers. Um, you know, he, he's starting to form a little bit. He's, uh, his average is 252, not nothing great. Well, um, so behind Freeman, uh, you have Will Smith. He's averaging 311. But you have then you have um, J.D. Martinez on, on there, a guy who you're not really expecting a lot out of. He's he's your, you know, sometimes first baseman. Sometimes he's your DH. So Freddie Freeman not only playing everyday first base, um, who's one of the best first basemen in all of baseball. Um, yeah, then, you know, you got Max Muncy. That guy's in 209. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you have Chris Taylor hitting 211. You have Vargas, who's hitting 218. Miguel Rojas, he's hitting 214. Trace Thompson, 155. Uh, you have uh, Jason Hayward, 228. Again, these the Dodgers are 34 and 23. You know why? It's because of Freddie Freeman. In yeah. I'm telling you, as the season goes along, especially with Gavin Lux out, I mean, yeah, you know, this team is not Gavin, not only Gavin Lux, but they're also missing Walker Buehler, and they're missing, they've, yeah, exactly. They they've dealt with injuries in the rotation. They've dealt with injuries in the uh, bullpen, and they don't get me wrong. The the Braves have had a few injuries. But God, they can make up for it on the other ends. The Dodgers, who again, like I said, if you take Freddie Freeman away from the Dodgers, are they at that record? Absolutely not. There's no way. Uh, There's no way. And it's all been because of that guy, a freaking Freddie Freeman, man. And I'll give credit to Will Smith. He's been great too. He's in 311 with an uh, OPS of 958. And he's a freaking catcher. He's a rock star as a catcher. But um, man, I mean, Freeman is Freeman's a guy, dude. When when it comes to it, I I think, and don't get me wrong, Ronald Acuna, if he keeps playing the way he is, he's gonna win the MVP. But God, if you want to talk about value, just look at Freddie Freeman. Uh, and like I said, maybe another guy if you want to look at some more value, P. Alonso is at plus twelve hundred to win the the NL. Oh wow, that's pretty good. And, yeah, and he's playing in New York. Um, he's playing on a team that um should win um ninety games. That was going and uh. So here's something I want to go over next. I know you had something to say, Steve. Go ahead and say it. I interrupted you earlier. I don't even know where I was at. Yeah, I'm not sure. We were talking, um, about, talking about the uh, MVP, and I think uh, you're, we were talking about uh, Freeman and all that. But um, Oh, yeah, just keep going. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, okay. Um, so here, here's something that I saw on fan graphs earlier on us. So for baseball and fan graphs, uh, projected regular season wins – um, and so this was starting off of yesterday with everyone's records. So obviously they have their, their preseason uh, projections. So they're going off everyone's record and with the remaining schedule and everything. So with the Rays who have 40 wins, they are projected to finish the season with 96 wins behind them is Atlanta with 95 wins Dodgers with 93. Um, so you kind of think about that, You're like, man, Dodgers, they're projected to have 93 wins. Uh, Atlanta's projected to have 95. The Dodgers have 93 wins and Atlanta has 95. And Freddie Freeman is still doing what he's doing. How can you not think about that guy as a, like, as, a as the MVP? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going wrong. If Acuna, Acuna might have 40 and 40, like 40 stolen bases, 40 home runs. If he does that, then damn. But um, Acuna, like I said, we, we've seen the guy get hurt. You know, we, we've seen him, you know, have slumps. So, like, uh, you know, he, he, he could have a great year. He could have all year, but if Freeman continues to do what he's doing, uh, how can you not look at where this team, you know, at that, a closer look at the MVP conversation. And then uh, to kind of go to go down this, 
Uh, you had the Yankees, 91 wins. Houston with 91 wins. Um, Texas with 90 wins. I mean, man, Texas and Houston, neck and neck there. Um, and so then then you have uh, Toronto, 86 wins. Here's where things get interesting. At 85 wins. Um, and there's a there's a bunch of teams. Baltimore, San Francisco Giants are projected at 85 wins. I mean, yeah. man, dude, Max Kepler again with a hell of a year. I mean, that, that team is over 500 right now. It's just uh, credit to Kepler for getting that team there, pulling pulling the right buttons on doing all that. The Padres at 85 wins. If you would have said, if you right. were to say yeah. <laughs> two months ago that hey, um, Fangraphs is going to have the Padres and the Giants projected to win the same amount of games at the end of the season, you will laugh. <laughs> I mean, the, the Padres were expected to have over 90 wins uh, easily. And, and the I, Angels. And to be honest, the I, Angels I, are projected 83. The Twins are projected 85. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're right. in that category. It's like, what? <laughs> no, yeah, man. And, um, it, it's the Diamondbacks I, are projected 86. Yeah. 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 Man, I, I don't think, I, I don't think that the, um, the Padres will even finish there, man. I think they might finish with 80 wins. They're at 26 and 30 right now. Unless yeah. they unless they put it together. Um, I just God, this this super team that they put together, they just sometimes they don't work. They just sometimes don't work. Yeah. Huh. Um, and then well, yeah, this also has the A's projected at 55 and a half wins, and they're on pace for 35 and a half wins. So yeah, I, I, I think four and a half. I think they're 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 also putting other stuff into occasions like you know they did. like that team that teams usually win about fifty games. Um yeah. the 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 A's shoot under that, they shoot under that. Um but the A's just they just beat the race two out of three <laughs> where they, they stumped the or um sorry, not the not the Rays, they stumped the uh the uh Braves. They took two out of three from the Braves. Um so I mean man, it's like it's like wow. You know, th- this is baseball, man. Anything can happen. Anything can happen in baseball. It's just, it's crazy. Like you said, sometimes it's just this is how the stuff works. Um, sometimes, well, if you, and if you change that graph on fan graphs over to season to date stats, meaning yeah. it's it's using information from what we've played so far, right. the Rays and the Rangers are both projected 105 wins apiece. And then you got, really? wow. yeah, and then you got the Braves at 95 wins. Yeah. So just based on the play so far, uh, factoring yeah. that into the projection, yeah, they've got the Rangers winning 105 games, and then they've got the Rays winning 105, and then the Braves are below that. Dang, that's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, dang. Yeah. That that's a a lot to kind of come into play. Yeah. Um, some, uh, you know, man, some some other notes here, kind of uh, we'll touch on um. See, uh, Machado's coming back for for uh, San Diego. That's a good thing. That's what they need. They need him back in the lineup. Big not, only, not only in the lineup, they need him back on the field. Yeah, at third yeah. base so important there for for them if they want to make any kind of uh, run eighty five wins because <laughs> uh, it doesn't look like that's gonna happen. Um, there was also some speculation on uh, today. Of course, everyone you know is always talking about it with the Angels. Um, kind of want to ask you this question. I, you know, everyone talks about it, so why not we talk about it? Uh, Otani, should he, will he get traded um, by the deadline, or should the Angels um, should they do it, or should they uh, ride or die with him until the end of the year? Because um, I he's not. I'm sorry, he's not resigning with the Angels. It's just not. 
to make an offer. I can't see it. I, and I was going to say, like, I don't want to be, you know, I feel bad for the guy. Like, we talked about this before, I think, at one point about him and Trout. It's like, these guys are, like, top, top, top tier players. And, yeah. And look where they're at. I mean, <clears throat> it's a shame that, like, they, we, like, I think we talked about it in one other episode. Like, you know, where would Trout be if he hadn't been with the Angels for the past how many years? Right. You know, like, if he played for the Dodgers or if he played for even somebody like the Padres or, you know, I, I one would... of these – heavier hitting teams would he have a whole different career trajectory or would he be about in the same place yeah and here's the thing so i would be curious to see so right now the angels they're six games back out of first uh from texas um like you said the astros they put on a tear they went on like a nine and one win streak they're sitting at 32 Mm -hmm. and 23 the angels are tied or at 30 and 27 and seattle's a half a game behind them at 29 and 27 and uh, if you want to talk about the whole division, well, the A's are twelve and forty-six. Yeah, we don't <laughs> just, have to talk about just that. Just to get just just to get a laugh out of that. Yeah, but but, but um, so you, you know you're you're going up against two more talent two more talented teams um, with Texas, and they're waiting on getting on Jacob Degrom back, um, who I don't really expect anything out of him, probably almost for the rest of his career, just because he's gonna be dealing with this elbow thing. It just seems like every in the last three seasons, that's all I've heard. Yeah. Uh, Jacob Degrom starts from pushback. Jacob Degrom starts from pushback. That's all I ever hear with him. Um, in Houston, who you know is going to be there, they they are too talented not to be there. Um, so you have those two teams in Texas. Um, and then so you're looking at that, you're like, man, are we going to be at this point, you know, three games over 500 going into, um, going into uh, the uh, right before the All Star, you know, right into the All Star break as we're approaching the MLB trade deadline. And then, so you also look at that and you're like, what are our chances are making the wild card? Well, let me tell you. So if you look at the AL East, well, guess what? You're going to have two teams. You might have four teams that coming out of the playoffs there. You might have four teams coming out of the East. Yeah, we saw that last year with the NL East. I mean. Yeah, where you have three teams. But I'm saying, mm-hmm. you might have four teams coming out of the AL East. Right. With how good the Rays, Baltimore, yeah, the absolutely. Yankees are. Um, they have each of those teams have four, five, uh, five, and ten more wins than the Angels do right now. So, uh, there, there's two teams right away there that would take two of the wild card spots. And you're like, man, how? Wh-? Or, and then, by the way, Toronto who has the same record as the Angels at thirty and twenty-seven. So, and and um, by the way, and you, and you can't count Boston. You can't count Boston out of it either. No, no, they're, they're, only, two, they're only a game and a half. They're only two games back, back or a game yeah. and a half. Yeah. yeah. Right. So I mean that that whole division is going to be a juggernaut within itself, and so looking at all that, you're like, man, how are we going to keep up with this? So you know, again, do you go back to the thing of, okay, maybe we should trade Shohei Otani? Of course, you don't want to be that GM that did it, but do you also want to be the GM that let him walk away for nothing? You know, right. so then, then you think to yourself, okay, this, what can you get for him? It would be the biggest haul in MLB history. You thought Juan Soto's deal was crazy. Well, this deal would be even crazier. And here's something yeah. even crazier. And I'll make a little projection on it. If they were to do this trade, I would say they would include Mike Trout in the trade. So, all right. So there's been very, very, very light talks here in Philly on like local sports of of the of the Phillies potentially going for Trout come to trade deadline. Um, uh, I could, not not I, not I, to do not to do with Otani, but with Trout for a second. I, um, I could I could see it. I just because Schwarber's been bombing 
and and I think I don't even think the city likes Schwarber anymore. Well, I mean, guys, he hits a home run or he, or he strikes you guys, out. You guys are stuck with him for two more years on a match. I know, so. I know, I know. Um, that 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 but is there is talks of of them going after Trout. Yeah, well, they can go after Trout. I don't, I don't know how deep your guys' farm system is, and if you want to look up where your guys' farm system ranks um, on um, on fan graphs or on uh, Baseball America, you can look that up really, really quick as we're talking about this. I got you. Um, but uh, it's probably it's it, probably it, not. It's probably it would not. Be I would say it's, it's not, not the top half. It's not in the top half. Um, no. You guys have traded away players in the last few years. That's what because the thing is, is you guys have uh, Dave Dombrowski as a GM. And Dombrowski loves to spend money and he loves to trade away prospects. Um, Guess where we're at? You guys number are 20, 20. Number 15. Oh, okay. Well, it's actually higher in than the farm top. system. So we're in the top half, I can, guess. Can, can you show, uh, <laughs> just rank off the one through 15 real quick. I want, I want to hear it. All right. In, in order, this is farm system rankings according to fan graphs. So one through 15 Baltimore, Cincinnati, Dodgers, Mets, Rays, Pirates, D backs. Guardians, Red Sox, Brewers, Cardinals, Yankees, Marlins, Cubs, Phillies. Okay. So Houston's 28th on this list. Houston. Yeah. That's hard to believe. They, they've also called up a few guys too recently. Yeah. Um, and Atlanta's who, who 27. Are, so the Dodgers are three. The Mets Dodgers are Dodgers are three. The, the Mets are four. Mets the Rays are, are five. Rays are five. Can you read off, sorry, 6 through t- um, 10 again? Yeah, just 6 through, 10. 6 through 10 is Pirates, D-backs, Guardians, Red Sox, Brewers. Out of all those teams, to make a trade for them, for Otani, if he were to come available, I mean, the Yankees would definitely be in the mix. You said that you said their name. I think I like the that. Yankees were 12. Yeah. 12, okay. I so, mean, I could... I mean, I like I was saying three months ago. There's been a lot of talks of the Dodgers going after Otani. Well, the thing the thing is, is I don't know if the owner will deal with the Dodgers, yeah. unless the Dodgers just gave up everything. What's right. that? That is just not Friedman's thing. It's not his thing. No. They'll go. They're like, why will we do all this? Especially we'll where they're sign, at right now. Sign him in the I mean, off. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. There's no guarantees for them. They, they would. They would do other trades. They will. They'll find other ways to win. That's just kind of how uh, I said Max Freed. I mean, um, that's how uh, An- Andrew Friedman works. Andrew Friedman. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's how he works. He he doesn't go out and make, like, yes, he does make, he has made big splashes. He's gone out and got Max Scherzer and Trey Turner. But God, look what they gave up to get those two guys. I mean, yeah. you look at it, what they gave up. Look what they gave up to get freaking Mookie Betts, dude. You get Mookie Betts, yeah. Oh, man. It was freaking Alex Verdugo and uh, another prospect. It was like, oh, my God. How do they even pull this stuff off? Um. But uh, you know, to get Shohei, it's gonna take a lot in return. So there's two teams in there that really, you know, uh, even three, I guess if you want to say the Mets, because uh, I can see the Mets, the, yeah. Just because of Steve Cohen, who's like, yeah. we'll throw, we'll throw six hundred million dollars at you. We don't care, right? Um, and I mean, we know, we know Boston's have a, has a history. Well, of where, where, is like their, that where is their prospect bring? <laughs> they were nine. They're nine, but Boston's yeah, nine. Okay, that's, I think that's a very good possibility. That's a little surprising. Otani. That that's a little surprising for me. Okay, mm-hmm. I did not know that. I I I would be interested. That Boston's an interesting situation, actually. So, because you have Yoshida there, um, you have that. Great. They just signed him for a hundred million. Um, yeah, and they don't have a lot of money on the books. They don't have a lot of play money. Yeah. Um, they just signed Rafael Devers. They were really cheap on letting um, Xander Bogarts go. They were cheap on letting Mookie Betts go. 
Maybe yeah. the owner was like, you know what? Like, I'm gonna spend some money. We're gonna trade for Otani. We're gonna go for it all this year, and uh, and do that. And um, like I said, I if I'm the Angels, I wouldn't be shocked at all if they're like, you know what? We're gonna include Mike Trout in this, and maybe Mike Trout himself goes to the Angels and say, you know what? I went out too, and yeah. um, you know he wants to go somewhere. If you're gonna trade away this guy who is the best player in the league, and you know we, you know what is left for me here in LA, and um. I wouldn't be shocked if he was to to do that. So um, Boston would be a very interesting team. There's another yeah. team that you said who I think is trying to go and trying to, you know, and, try, and, and trying to really win this division. They're tied with the Dodgers. Is it that the Diamondbacks? Is the yeah, Diamondbacks. I know, dude. Uh, that is, they're seventh on this list. I can do that. That's yeah, yeah. very, very possible. That's very and, possible. You know, the Angels, the Angels are like, you know what? There is, we're getting him out of the AL. We're sending him to the NL. Um, we're, we're going to put him, we're going to put him on a team. We don't have to see all the time. Um, you know, it's on the West coast. I, it's just, the thing is, is will the Diamondbacks want to give up that much and could they assign him for that much? That's the thing is like, would they be willing to pay him? Cause that's the other thing is too. If you're trading for him, you got to sign him. You have to sign him. There has to be. Was, and was it the Diamondbacks that we had said before that spent maybe not, Maybe it wasn't the Dimebacks. Who was the team that we said spent the most money this past off season? That it wasn't the Dimebacks. Was it the uh, Dimebacks? No, no, not even. Um, they made some uh, moves last off season. They made some moves, so yeah, they made moves, but like they no, they they didn't. I, the Yankees spent a lot of money. Um, yeah, but there was a team that we were. But, maybe it was the Cardinals or something. It was a team that's doing very poorly right now, and they yeah, were maybe maybe it is the Cardinals. Not man. Where, where, where the where the card where are the Cardinals out on this list? The Cardinals are all the way. Let's see. They've been. They're, are they're eleven? They're eleven on this list. Another team. You know, they're they're at twenty five and thirty two. They're only four four and a half games back in that crappy division. Um, God, both the central divisions suck. They both yeah. both leaders in that division have twenty nine and twenty seven wins. So if you just take if you just take teams from other divisions, they would be uh, teams that are like second and third. They'd be winning that division. Um, in both in both leagues, it's yep. it's great. Yeah, in both leagues, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, I I would I, I'm gonna go out on the limb and, and project that Shohei will be traded. I'm gonna say he will be traded come the d- trade deadline. I think if I think if Shohei goes, then Trout stays. You think Trout will stay? I think I think if Shohei goes, Trout will stay. I think you think, if, he, you think he would want to stay, or do you think he? Oh, would, I just don't think the Angels can afford to. I mean, what are they going to get for Shohei? Like we've just been saying, like, like that. I, mean, I mean, they're going to get the biggest haul ever. That's where they're going to get. Right, right. But is it going to just be another Padres? I mean, is it just going to be another like let's get this huge haul and then, or but, does it but turn that, them around? That, and that gets, is the thing. I mean, what is the Angels ranking on the uh, on the uh, uh, prospect? They're not very they, high. I know they're, they're 20, 26. That's what I'm saying though. <laughs> So yeah. they trade. They trade for one of those top teams. Now they all of a sudden move up from twenty six. They, they to need 10. it. Yeah, they need right, it exactly. And right. then you think about okay, Trout asks out. Like, well, this is great. Now we're gonna get out from his contract, and we're gonna get more prospects in return for him. So right. it's a double win. Obviously, they don't want to. Tr- they you know they don't want to be the team that traded these two guys. But but considering and that the maybe, situation, and maybe, and maybe that's why I said it. Maybe that's why I said Trout. Considering they don't want to be that. <laughs> no, they don't. And it's a really, it's a tough thing to swallow, but considering yes. the situations, you got to face yourself in the mirror, but like, well, this, this Rendon contract is not panned out. Um, we don't have the starting pitching to compete in 
in the um into go, going forward. They just yeah, don't anywhere. They yeah. don't have any. They don't have any <laughs> solidified ace. Um, they don't have any other veteran talent really that is going to be there to 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 give these guys a run. So it's like, um, what do uh, you know, maybe maybe uh, Trout doesn't go in the Otani deal. Maybe Trout goes somewhere else. Maybe he does go to a team like the Phils, or maybe he does go to a team um, like one of those other teams that we talked about. But is I, I know we spend a lot of time on this this topic, man. But it, I I think I think uh, I think one of these players do get traded. Yeah, uh, I mean, like I, I said, I could see him both well, getting traded. I uh, could see him doing it. And unless the Angels just go on a ten game win streak and just can pull that off, which is I highly doubtful. And uh, they could somehow be leading this division by mid June. Then I'd be like, okay, I'm wrong because we, you know, yeah. we'll be almost a month away, a month and a half away from the deadline. So we're about two months now, yeah, and we're about a month from the All Star break. So yeah, I guess All-Star we'll break. see. Yeah, I guess we'll see what happens in like the next four or five weeks. That'll yeah. really determine. No, we will, man. There, there's a, a little bit more to get to here. Um, as you know, we're talking. I know that took up a lot of time, but um. I had some great stuff, man. This is the big stuff. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. coming down the pipeline. It's coming down the pipe. We're talking about, you know, three, four months from now, we're going to be really talking about this stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Not three, four months, three, four weeks. Uh, you know, we're coming up, yeah, two months till the deadline. Yeah. Um, which is crazy. Yeah. Um, before we know it, we'll be going into July and uh, going into August. And we're like, man, where did this, where, uh, where did all this time come from? Where did the season go? Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> um yeah i gotta get some games man gonna have to no yeah we're going to the game this sunday we're going to the dodger game Uh, i'm going next weekend dodgers yankees man going nice i'm going next weekend i'm going saturday and sunday to philly's dodgers in philly here nice dude that's awesome i'm excited yeah Yeah. maybe alex bone will come out again like he loves crushing the dodgers (laughs) (laughs) um but uh, a few a few smaller things to talk about here um by the way, yeah, judge 18 home runs through 46 games in 2022, 2023. We already talked about that a little bit. Um, a little other notes that I had here. Uh, there's a Barry Bonds documentary coming out on HBO. Oh, yeah, um, I saw that. Yeah, so uh, that, that's going to be interesting. I wonder how much uh, steroid talk they put there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I hope it's HBO doing it, not Barry Bonds. Uh, right. Because if it's, if it's led by Barry Bonds, I don't even want to watch it. Because nah. um his with his ego and everything, I, I just I don't even want to um go there. On the next episode we do with baseball, uh I, I want to talk about um MLB's early season disappointments. Um as we're kind of you know too too much of the season now. We can talk a little bit about that. We can get more in depth about that. Not just talking about the Padres all the all the time and the Mets and the Phillies. <laughs> yeah. Um and then uh one one last thing. Um yeah, out, out outside of outside of that, man. Um, yeah, we are. Uh, who that's who it was? Christian Walker, his hundredth home run. Oh yeah, hundredth home run. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. Um, Chris Walker, um, who is I think really underrated and um, is going to be a rising star with with those uh, Arizona Diamondbacks. But uh, yeah, man. Uh, you think we got anything else to talk about here today, Steve? I think we covered a lot. The only thing I want to do is update. Uh, the Nuggets are up by seventeen at halftime. So yeah, yeah. and they <laughs> they went on a run, man. They it was did. Clo- yeah. It was close in that first quarter. It was they, close for a while. Uh, yeah, they they closed it out, and they they um, yeah, we talked about it. it was like four. Uh, the last look, it was fourteen. 
12 and nine or something. Or yeah, whatever. no, yeah. yeah, it was like a close game, and then all of a sudden, um, yeah, yeah, like I said, uh, you know, Bam out of bio, 16 points, he leads the team right now, and um, you know, Butler, who's three of eight with seven points, but man, you know, again. This is Jokic has a double double what, already. <laughs> this is yeah, exactly, dude. This is what everyone and was talking assists. about. How do they? How do they stop Jokic? Yeah, the guys, ten and ten. Ten assists per, in first perfect half, from the like, field. Three of three from the field. Four of four from the free throw line. Three rebounds. That guy's gonna have twenty assists by the game's over with. Mm-hmm. Um, steal. Dude, uh, the other thing, Michael Porter Jr. How do they Porter. stop him? Yeah. How do they stop Murray? Murray's eight of twelve playoff Murray, dude. This is where the you know man. Um, well, you know, you saw the Golden State Warriors do this, you know, a decade ago. Um, this might be the new team that does it. I'm not going to call them the new Golden State Warriors, but they just might be the new team where it's like, man, they're going to have this five year run. They have, they've, they've started the run three years ago. They but did. I maybe, was just going to say, yeah. Maybe this is where they're going to pull off two titles in three years or two titles in four years. They're going to be that, that juggernaut where, hey, you're going to have to overcome Denver. And um, I, I mean, thought they're shooting sixty percent from the field right now, and Miami's only shooting thirty-seven percent. Yeah, and uh, God, man, you just even look up a down lineup. Um, their one through six is way better than the Heat's one through six. Absolutely. I mean, Bruce Brown, Caldwell Pope, and those uh, Aaron Gordon, Jokic, Murray, and Porter, and um, yeah, they're like I said, the the Caleb Martin over five, just that guy's story. I think it ends now. Uh, Max Struess. Yeah. But I there, here's one thing I know it's halftime, and if anyone knows how to make adjustments at halftime, it is Eric Spolstra. Um, he has come out from halftimes and against the Bucks and against the um, Celtics, to where he has led comebacks. So Struess um, is 0 for seven with six yeah. missed three pointers. <laughs> Look, you know that shot they, six they, threes and missed all. <laughs> they encourage them that they live. They this is the team that loves and die by the three. The yeah, worst three-point exactly. shooting team in the regular season, but they have been the best three-point shooting team in the playoffs, and yeah. that's why they're in the finals. That's they, had the worst, they had the Jimmy, worst. They had the worst offensive production. Offensive production, not just three-pointers. Yeah, they had the worst offensive production in the league. This yeah. Year. yeah, and now they have the like you just said, the best in the playoffs. Yeah, and uh, like I said, um, it's been credited to the three-pointer and to Jimmy Butler. And if um, Jimmy yeah. Butler is only going to have. Uh, seven points in the second half, then this it will be a thirty. This game's game. over. Yeah, <laughs> be a thirty point game. Yeah, um, Bam's leading the team. And the other, the other thing too is, man, they just came off from a grueling seven game series. The Denver did. had a whole week to Denver had rest, a seven prepare. extra days. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, man, we'll we'll talk more about this uh, uh later in the week. I hope you guys all enjoyed that episode of myself and Steve. I loved uh, talking some uh, baseball there. Um, just so much um, to get into as we're just hitting June trade deadline away, about two months away, less than that now. Uh, All-Star break is approaching. Uh, it's when the trades start heating up. Where is Shane Bieber going to go? A lot of executives are predicting him to go somewhere. It's kind of hard to say with the Central uh, there being so close. You know, it might it might seem like the uh, Guardians are out of it. I want to still want to call them the Indians, uh, like they are out of it. But you know, just in that Central, it's just uh, no teams are really, really pulling away there. But I uh, hope you guys all enjoyed this edition of the Baseball Podcast. I'm gonna come back uh, with another one uh, here tomorrow uh, as well. 
I'm going to have a, bring another guest on and I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Please don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, share it with your fellow sports fans, and I will see you guys all next time. Thank you.